Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. September has felt like such a pivotal month. Kids are back in school, summer Fridays are no longer, and we finally enter autumn. These shifts, even though many of them require more structure, feel good. Having vacations and short work days is so needed, but just as necessary as rituals and routines that help us move forward in life. Defining this balance between structure and flow is unique to each of us. It can take some time to decide where we want to spend our energy and how we want to push through societal norms to find a place that aligns with our values. It all really comes into focus during the last quarter of the year. I'm a walking oxymoron when it comes to tradition, structure, and rules. It's an equal love-hate for me. There are some things we grow up with or learn in our adulthood that really align with who we are, who we want to be, and what we want to focus on. There are equally as many things that simply don't align. They may not be inherently bad, but they just don't feel right. This is me giving you permission to admit that you don't like something. Maybe it's how you are raised to perceive family or work or religion. It's okay to do it all differently. It's okay to shake things up and choose a path and a life of experiences you look forward to. I say I feel like a walking oxymoron because typically I live for guidelines, rules, and regulations. In my mind, they keep us safe and make the world go round. With that, I'm equal parts magic, whimsy, and flow. I appreciate and have come to expect moments of serendipity. It's an active decision I make in my everyday life to have both structure and serendipity. Enter October, November, December. Depending on what part of the world you're in or what your religious affiliations are, these months could look very different for you. In my American experience, it's always been the most full time of year. Having an abundance of events, celebrations, and holidays feels good. After all, I like to celebrate everything and anything as much as I can because why not? With an avalanche of good things comes expectations, pressure, stress, and anxiety we put on ourselves. There's this idea around what the last quarter of your year is supposed to look like in both work and life. In work, we're completing big tasks, wrapping up projects, finalizing budgets, and getting ready for a new year. In life, we're anticipating social events, spending a lot of money, and just experiencing the dizzying spell of the final quarter. My goal in this month's podcast episode was to bring intention to this upcoming part of the year. It looks different than 2020, and like so many of us, I'm still easing my way back into the quote-unquote regular life. Not that things will ever go back to being the way they were. I'm just tiptoeing into redefining this experience, beginning with the remainder of this year. So what can we do to find pleasure and alignment in these next few months? What does creating meaningful moments look like here, and how can we prioritize the things that matter most to us and leave the rest? I like the idea of creating guidelines for myself, or better yet, like a last quarter bucket list. I know so many people like to do this for different seasons, so why not this one? If you're a big fan of Halloween like me, maybe you're thinking about what Halloween activities you can and want to make time for. 
or let's say you're taking a trip to Europe over Thanksgiving. What matters most to you now and how will it contribute to your overall happiness in the coming months? If you're finding this episode at a later date and feel far away from the holiday season, these questions are still just as applicable. Business works in quarters and all four of them can be used as benchmarks. Or maybe you're more drawn to the idea of monthly rituals, yearly intentions, or weekly check-ins. Whatever works for you applies here. I'm using the last quarter as an example of what I'm experiencing in the here and now, and what I'm sure many of you also feel when you turn the corner into October. For me, each month of the final quarter leads up to the grand finale, New Year's. October is still on the warm side, we have autumnal colors slowly creeping in, and we push the fall agenda by throwing on sweaters way too early. This month always feels a bit busier. We're dipping our toe into the holidays, but not quite yet. This month, you might be able to throw on a jacket if the air gets crisp in the evening. I almost always throw on booties to keep warm at night while also getting a little height. And this is when we gather closer to friends at an outside bar, something that would never happen in August. November feels like fall central. It's as autumnal as it gets in Texas, as the weather might actually match the season for a few weeks. This time feels like settling in. Early evenings, warm dinners, layers upon layers, because it could get warmer later. And if you're really feeling it, you might even sleep in your socks. In America, this month revolves around one meal, which is pretty ridiculous, but it's tradition and we just can't seem to let it go. I'm not a fan of turkey, I'm more of a sides girl. Last year we had tamales and it was perfect. December is a season of magic all on its own. Depending on how early you choose to throw out the pumpkins, for many of us the holiday season begins as early as the day after Thanksgiving. It's always a Friday if you're not American. All of the gathering and food and autumnal hues begin to feel a bit stale. It's time for a fresh start. We welcome hot beverages, cheerful music, twinkly lights, and really embrace the month that is equal parts slow down and sped up. Then comes that blur of a week between Christmas and New Year's where nothing and everything seems to occur all at once. We're kissing the holiday season goodbye while the looming presence of a new year is on the horizon. It's no secret that I'm a fan of a new beginning. There's an unspoken enchantment when it comes to a new year. What might happen? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do differently? What do I want to make more time for? There's so much uncertainty in the most exciting way. This is my visual breakdown of how the next few months unfold. There's a rhythm we've all grown accustomed to, and I'm not here to hate on it. So much of the season feels aligned for me, but this doesn't mean it's without misalignment. I'm not sure if that's a word. These two provide so much contrast, and while that tends to feel like conflict, I like to focus on this as information. The more we each know what we like and dislike, the more informed our decisions can be going forward. In thinking about the next three months, do you feel relaxed and excited? Or is there a pit in your stomach? Or are you clenching your jaw in anticipation? Our bodies like to talk to us in this way. And sometimes they're telling us what our minds have not yet been able to accept. That what once felt right might not work anymore. And that we have the ability to choose differently here. 
I want to remind you that you're in charge of the next three months. So what would you do differently than you've done in the past? Maybe something didn't work or makes you unhappy or overwhelms your schedule. How can you do things differently in Q4 of 2021? I also want to think about the fun stuff. We may not have time to cut a hundred snowflakes to decorate our mantle, but we can choose a few things to prioritize in the last quarter. What are two things that are important for you to do in each of the coming months? For me, I know Halloween's going to look different this year, so I plan on writing Halloween cards again like I did last year and going to look at Halloween lights. Not scary stuff, just fun. These are two things that are important to me to feel like I've enjoyed the month of October. Decide what two things you want to happen for all three months, so a total of six, and write them down. This method feels fun because, of course, it gives us something to look forward to, but also gives us permission to say no to the rest. We are not obligated to do it all. We are only obligated to do that which is a priority for us and our family. It's okay to have different priorities than the people you love. Neither of you is right or wrong. We each get to choose for ourselves. Now that we have some fun things to look forward to, of course I'm going to encourage you to set a few intentions for the month. Maybe do it all at once or right before each one begins, but write down how you want to experience the month. What occurs? Who do you see? How do you experience everything, and how does it feel? The more specific you can be, the better. I want to emphasize one thing. This is your experience to write. This is your experience to create intentions for, and this is your experience to create all your own. We want our friends and family to have fun too, but this exercise is to focus solely on you. If you have friends, family, or even little ones that you think would like to participate, I want to encourage you to share this exercise with them. This way, everyone's able to choose what is important to them, all on their own. Now, creating this plan for the last quarter brings me a certain sense of peace and knowing that I'm not going to miss the things that I really want to do. And that also creates more space for getting to do what's important to those around me and creating space for nothing or that serendipity to drop in and show up and surprise us. I want to share more in kind of experiencing and planning the last quarter of the year. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity to share the mindset around kind of this the good and the bad of the last quarter and riding the wave of a lot going on and again the contrast of not having done as much in the last year and a half and each of us deciding for ourselves what feels good and right and making the active decision to let go of the rest I know the people pleasers out there are feeling the tension a little bit in knowing that they could disappoint someone by not choosing what someone else might want for them or it makes someone else happy. But that goes all the way around for every person. And 
it can be difficult to feel like your priorities are different than other people you love only because it sounds easier, right? It sounds easier to feel the exact same way about everything with everyone, but we all know that that's not that's not reality and life would be pretty boring if we agreed on everything and we all wanted the exact same things and we all think the exact same thoughts that doesn't create much room for variety and does not create space for individuality and free will and I get a bit uncomfortable thinking about disappointing someone else or doing things differently than I've done in the past even though I think since even especially graduating college I've changed a lot of like the traditions in my family not me myself but just like things change you don't get to see your family for the holidays all the time so you kind of change and shift what the experiences look like for you you get to drop certain things that don't feel good and you get to pick up the good stuff and there's no right or wrong here and I think the looming feeling for me is that sense of obligation And I want to encourage you and encourage myself to just transfer that energy towards ourselves and thinking like, hey, I'm obligated to show up and for myself and make sure that I get to experience those few things that are important to me in the upcoming months. And it's okay if it has absolutely nothing to do with the traditional holidays. It's okay if it's completely invested in some of the traditional holidays. There's no right or wrong answer. We each get to create the definition all our own. I really enjoy kind of touching base in this like pivotal time in the year, right as we're about to enter into this one season, which kind of is two seasons, right? It's fall and winter here in the U.S., but... I want to share that we're all available to come back to this place and create intentions. And if in two weeks you want to redefine what this looks like for you, that's okay. This time isn't without change and shifting. It's not... A perfect system to hold on so tightly to. It's a guide. It's a roadmap. And you can take the scenic route if you feel like it, or you can stay along the original plan. That's okay. The whole purpose of focusing on this time of year is to make sure that we each give ourselves the chance to be present. We want to be present with the people we love. We want to be present in our work. We want to have joy instead of worrying about the people pleasing, the stress, the overwhelm. If we give ourselves the chance ahead of time and decide beforehand what this looks like, and if you can write it all down on a sheet of paper, you could decorate it if you want, Put it on your bulletin board, put it on the wall in your closet, put it on your fridge and use it as a reminder of what this time is about for you and what you want to focus on 
And again, if you're listening to this at a completely different time in the year, five years ahead of time or five years later, you can use this same exercise. It's just nice to break it down and put a little love into it. And to even just take this, this exercise in itself would only take about like five to 10 minutes, but it can change your overall experience and touch point for the next three months and then starting again at the beginning of the year. And if it can shift you into a place where you're happier and feeling more aligned and more like yourself, then I think that it's absolutely worth it. I look forward to sharing more about this in the coming months. Welcome to the last quarter, y'all. You're well on your way to your best season yet. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. I'll see you next month.